Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dave Cast, you guys. It's episode 57. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for the feedback. Uh, sorry that this shit is... I'm sorry. Sorry. The way I said it was funny. The The podcast has gotten dark, man. And, and this one's not too much better, but I try to keep it a little peppy. And uh, I'm telling you guys what's on my mind, because that's what my niche is. My niche is I'm going to keep it real on here, and I'm going to keep it going. And even when I got dark times and I got shit going on with me, I'm going to keep talking about it because it's my therapy. So I hope you guys don't see his bitching or whatever. And and uh, and I am going through a lot, you guys. And don't worry about me. Um, you, everybody struggles and deals with their own shit. Don't worry about me. And I'm going to get through it the best I can. And I'm going to come out stronger. And the podcast is going to keep rolling. And we're going to have fun with it, you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? What is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, you guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm gonna be your host, Dave Helmbrett. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Listening. Later. Hey, what's up, everybody? What is on my mind? Oh, my God. Everything. Anything. Like, I've sat down and I've tried to record some podcasts uh, about the weekend of South Dakota, about seeing my son, and I try to keep it positive, and I can't. I really can't right now. Uh, I don't want to break my rule of talking shit about a second uh, about babies, mamas, because that's my rule, and, and the rule about talking shit about somebody who's not there to defend themselves. I want to stick to my rule... Stick to my guns on that. But man, it's really hard to sit here and not talk shit about my second ex-wife. And the shit she tried to fucking pull this weekend. But I feel like I've done this a bunch of times as I have. I record it and then I'm just, I can't put it out. I can't put out shit, the amount of shit I want to talk about her and sound like an asshole maybe. Or I mean, you guys are my fans, so you're probably like, yeah, fuck her, talk shit about her. Who cares, Dave, let it out. You know, and it's, I'm not going to put that out there for everybody though. For all 80 of my listeners. Uh, the last three have been so ridiculously sad. And like, that's my niche though, you guys. I'm going to stay real with it. I want to keep it real. I want to get on here and I don't want to be fake. And I don't want to put on a smile for you guys and all that fun jazz. And pretend that everything's good. The MMA fights this weekend. And I know. I just can't right now. And I'm going to... Compared to, I guess, you know, people who put out everything on social media, like they put out every little thing they do, every little meal they eat, every workout. But obviously, they don't, they don't put out the negative things, always the bad things. Some people do. You'll see people put out, like, got in a car accident today, that sucks, you know. And, but a lot of times, like, with mental struggles, I don't think people put it out there that much. And I just, everybody that walks up to me, I want to just eat, scream, help. My freaking neck hurts and I can't go back on disability and at the same time my life is falling apart. <clears throat> I don't know, like all of this resurgence of all these repressed memories just surfaced and like just punched me in the face all at the same time my fucking neck hurts. I hurt my neck again, I should say. All that stuff started resurfacing before I hurt my neck, which is weird, so I'm trying to put things in like chronological order you know where I started feeling sad and depressed and lonely uh, a few months back and it's a Sunday my brother texted me 
about going to hang out with him. Everybody's worried about me. And everybody thinks, I think everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I'm trying to, and I actually feel like I'm the most sane I've ever been. Like I have it figured out. Some people think I'm crazy for leaving Robin. Uh, but tell him, trust, trust me, you guys, super toxic right now. Uh, but I could use her right now. Like she's, she was pretty awesome through a lot of my injury before. Uh, we had a lot of stress because of it too. A lot of stress, you know. And maybe I just, that's why I'm just trying to stay away from everyone. Everyone who comes up to me, I just want to tell them how bad it hurts and how it's like fucking 10 o'clock and I can't even get, th- I'm not even, I can't barely get through the day. 10 o'clock and I already feel like I just want to lay down and hurt and just do nothing. <clears throat> it just hurts to exist right now and it sucks. May 2nd is my next appointment. Everybody always is like, well, when's your next appointment? May 2nd for imaging, and then what? And then I wait a few more weeks again for them to tell me that I have a disc that got messed up or if they see anything or not, and then what? And then more time, and I have to wait to get surgery or they're going to probably end up trying to do like physical therapy or whatever, and it's not going to work. I have a bad attitude about it, you guys, but I know my body really well. And last time I injured my neck, I knew something was very wrong. And I told them a lot, a lot. VA, I told them all. Something is really fucking wrong with my neck. This time it's worse. It's so much worse this time. Anyway. On a crazy note. uh, Crazy note. Staying in town this week with my kids. Their mother went to Florida for a business trip. Slash vacation, I think. <clears throat> so, staying there with them, uh, it's not, it's whatever. I don't mind staying at my ex-wife's. We used to get along really well. We had a falling out not too long ago. But she's not here to defend herself, so no talking shit. Uh, the weekend South Dakota trip was great. It was good for my mind to get away and not be here. It was amazing. I had this, almost had an anxiety attack on Sunday about having to come back to this fucking shit life of mine. It's not that bad, though. It could be way worse, right? My head, you guys, when it goes bad, it goes bad. When it rains, it pours in my head. And it's pouring right now. Like, I don't know what else. You know, everybody's like, well, you left Robin. That was your decision. Yeah, I've wanted to leave her for a while now. I just, I wanted it to work. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I wanted it to work, but I tried so hard, but couldn't. Someday, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm going to stay in town for a week. Helps me out. I don't have to commute or whatever. Uh, I worry about Ron out there. I like being out there for him and hanging out with him. So I told him, text me, call him if he needs anything. So maybe one of these nights I can swing out there and see him. I didn't do jujitsu yesterday. I told some guys I was going to go, and I didn't. Uh, when you're down, you're down, man. And I feel like I go there. I'm gonna put on a fake smile for everyone. I'm gonna put on this clown mask and be funny-go-lucky Dave when I'm not. It doesn't feel right. So getting on here and being all happy-go-lucky doesn't help me at all. Well, then stop recording them, Dave. I could. I really could. I don't want to though. Like it's so therapeutic for me to just record them. We'll record them and don't put them out. Yeah. I got this fire inside of me that wants to put out all this stuff. I want everyone to hear what's on my mind. 
I want everyone to know what's going on with me because I don't know why. Why do I? Why am I an attention whore? Because I feel like no matter how much I scream and yell and shout that I'm alone. That's why. I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. I'm going to keep the podcast going. Uh, I really want to get into this thing and this this more talk about streamers and this subculture. Uh, I get into it every once in a while, and the reason I like to bring it up is because I get to watch I watch people play video games when I can't, and it takes it takes my mind off of everything that's going on with me. So when I get to play video games, I disappear into the game and I just kind of really get into it, and I don't think about what's going on in my life and what pain I have and heartache I have and I don't feel any of that well sometimes my internet sucks and I can't do it sometimes I'm at work on break and I just want I wish I could play playing video games and take my mind off it well the next best thing to me is I watch somebody else play and I uh there's like these super popular guys I've talked about this Ninja uh Tifu. Uh, tons of guys, tons of these really popular people who have tens of thousands of people watching them on at one time while they play. And <clears throat> all these people are interacting with each other in a chat where they type things and whatever. And uh, when you have that, when you have like 50,000 people watching at the same time, it becomes chaos, like such chaos. And everybody typing messages and stuff like he doesn't, the person streaming doesn't get to react with, interact with everyone. What's well, weird, like, I want to interact with the streamer if I'm going to be there watching him and all that. Like, I want to interact with them and be goofy and funny and ask them questions about the game, ask them questions about themselves. So I go randomly one day find a streamer who had, like, 12 people watching him. His name was Avi, A-V-E-E-H. And uh, <clears throat> he's 22 years old. He's from Sweden. And he's got, like, this crazy wavy hair. Um, he wears glasses a lot. Anyway, he's, uh, I give him shit all the time for being all cute and he has a Swedish accent and he's got like, yeah, he's a cute, he is a cutie. It's funny. And I'm not trying to be all gayish or gay or whatever, but it's more joking than anything. And I'll say that to him once in a while. He has such a cute accent. Well, we played together and all that other stuff. And I talk about this and I fanboy out a little because he's really good at the game and he's been streaming for a couple years and he's trying to get it going and he has like... A small following of like 20 people who watch him quite a bit and he seems like he knows every one of those people I know some of the people and it's just he's in a bad time and it's, it's in a, his timing is bad because of his, everybody wants to be a streamer right now there's so many people that it's just such a saturated market and I talk about that a lot everything's becoming really saturated streaming for sure podcasting vlogging, YouTubing, you making YouTube videos. It's all just TikTok. What else is out there? There's just there used to be Vine and stuff and everybody's just trying to become they get all these to get all these followers. And some people into it, some people aren't. I've kind of always been intrigued by it and now that I have a podcast, I need listeners and I want people to tune in and hear what I have to say and I don't know, man. That's my niche, though. My niche is going to be real. I'm going to stay real. Keep it real, man. So if you guys watch streamers or watch people play games, I think that dude, AV, I'm just giving him a shout-out. He plays uh, Apex right now. I'm not even sure what he played before. But he likes to play Apex Legends a lot. It's a first-person battle royale shooter type game. Uh, I love it a lot. It's a lot of fun. And 
Uh, if you guys check him out, check out just, just I don't know. But it ain't just video game people either. You can go watch people do all sorts of shit. So if you're into that or you're injured, you're stuck in the house or you're stuck into like some job and you can sneak away and watch that stuff, whatever, man. Whatever helps your mental health. Because fuck me, man. My mental health is fucked right now. And I don't know how to pull out of it. It's stupid. I want to. I want to be better. I want to be stronger and whatever. It's my fucking pain, you guys. If I wasn't in pain, I think me and Robin could be dealing better. Um, maybe working through stuff. I don't know. I'm just in pain and I can't. I can't think about anything but it. It's consumed me. and Like, I should be sad that I'm, I miss my dog. I miss Robin. I miss her kids. And I just can't right now. And then I fucking hate myself for what I did to Jesse and her kids. And I'm doing it all over again. But I'm not. I'm trying to do it different this time. And I know by breaking up with Robin, it's like, oh, here comes repetitiveness shit or whatever. But no, it's not like that. Sorry, my voice. So scratchy. It really isn't. I want to keep talking to her, but then I'm mad at her. And she gets mad at me. And we keep going through these little stages where we miss. I'll miss her and we'll hang out and we'll talk. And then I leave and then I think of other things and I get angry. I don't know what to do, you guys. I'm just giving it time. Time heals all wounds, right? He's got to get through this fucking pain. I'm out of my element. But I like being out of my element, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's what I always need. Maybe just the ADD in me always needs some sort of change, no matter what. Me and Robin could have been perfect. I would have hit this. I would have hit four years and been like, ah, I gotta go. I gotta get itchy. I can't do this. Can't settle down. Thing. I don't think it's that. I've wanted to settle down for a long, long time. I just don't know how. I picked the wrong girl, or I picked the right girl, but at the wrong time. I think that's what it is. I don't know, you guys. But I need to get a podcast out. And I sit here at work and I just fucking on my mind all day. All day. So keep listening, you guys. Keep waiting for the next one. I'm just giving you guys what's going on in my life right now. The trip to South Dakota I didn't really get to talk about. I guess I could throw that in there real quick. Met uh, my second ex-wife, Jessica, in Watertown. And got Carter. She spent the night at a hotel there. Uh, I figured she was just going to hang out with friends and whatnot. And... We'll leave it at that. I can't really tell you guys what she... I don't know. I can't talk shit about her. But all, I want, all you guys know... All you need to know is she tried to fuck with my head a little bit. And it's... I'm so vulnerable and fucked up right now. It was really messed up of her. And she has her side of the story too, I'm sure. Which... Anyway. I get Carter and we go to my dad's. And we're all just hanging out. Having a good time and stuff. But Carter always says stuff. And he pretends that he's joking. And he's not. He said it like 40 times. Refers to me as a failure, as a father. Refers to me as a failure in relationships. And then I feel like he's right. And it just beats me down. And I'm just... You know, I I say stuff to him like, dude, don't say that. You know, that's hurtful. And I try to explain him to him the best way I can. Why that? Why it is the way it is. And how do you tell an 11-year-old it is, you know, the way it is. When it's there's so much fucked up shit in there that he doesn't need to know that he'll judge me and his mother about. And... I don't know. How do you fucking raise kids without messing them up? I don't know. I feel like I'm not doing a very good job of it. 
and be like, you're not raising Carter. It's not your fault that he turns out the way he is. But it is. It's his fault he's turning, his, turning out the way he is because I'm not there to stop it from happening. So that's why it's my fault. So many weird corners we back ourselves into in life. And I can get out of most of them. I really can. But this physical pain bullshit just fucking cripples me. And then I'm crippled mentally right now too. Is I don't know if I was having a PTSD episode and it brought back all the repressed memories of missing Jesse and her family and never getting to express it. I don't know. There's a few other things I think about a lot lately too that I saw in the past that really messed with my head and that I really recently realized and I think about it all the time. Like you think about something so much that you don't even realize you're thinking about it anymore or when you do think about it you just say whatever you know saw some things in my day as a cop and as you know military working dog handler that you'll never unsee and every day I see it in my head every day fuck what do you do you know talk about it maybe I'm trying to be more open I'm I'm the most open person I know I'm putting out all my shit on a podcast but Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. It'll get better. I swear. Yawning on the fucking podcast. Jesus, Dave. Bored myself. That must mean it's time to go. Uh, Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I uh, appreciate it. I really do. And I'm sorry these are sad times, but they will get better. I'm going to pull out of this. And I just, I really don't know how right now. I want to see a light at the end of the tunnel. And maybe, you know, if I get in with the MRI and it's bad enough I get into surgery a lot faster recover from that and then take it easy and rehabilitate properly this time and not hurt myself and fuck man it is what it is you guys thank you for listening uh till next time later guys